it's time for Measure Twice. Hello, welcome to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Machina's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply, everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops, with the showroom right now open in Granger, right next to C. Kramer Interiors. <laughs> Sorry. Who's <laughs> your hardwood floors? Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Chris is doing show prep. If you hear the sighs and gasps in the background, um, next week's show, not that this week's show is going to be bad. I mean, this week's no. show is a great show. We have great topics for today. For sure. But next week is our annual, Joel? Cost versus value. Cost versus value show. Um, and boy, they're surprised. Like Chris is doing his, you know, so we, we talk about it, you know, we're talking about it off air and planning and now Chris is cheating by, <laughs> we can't talk about it this week, Chris. I'm not cheating. I just, Joel said, you'll never guess what took over number one. And I had to, it, I had to cheat. I had I to look, look. at it. I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it, it, curiosity got the better of me. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. That always gets me in trouble. <laughs> now we can't put it down. I can't. Some of these Prices. Whoa. Yes. Next well, week. We could tell you. Don't That's don't forget truth. if you're Wow. If you're gonna listen to one show all year. I feel like an old man. People to get off his lawn. <laughs> yeah. I sound like an old person. Oh my yeah, gosh. There are <laughs> how much? Uh, there's some surprises on there. And if you've if you're a frequent listener of the show, you know that for years it hadn't moved, and then yeah. now everything sudden. is now it's like moving around. But we're not going to let the cat out of the bag. Nope, nope, no, nope. no. You're going to have to wait with bated breath. Yes, that's right. On the edge of your seat, we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 A fun thing happened to this show this week, and I never get to. You know, I'm in here with these guys, but I'm not on the job with them. And this week, Chris, on our show thread that we use to communicate with each other, started talking in tongues. No, he was. <laughs> he started talking about. I, I thought he was talking about show stuff. Not so the way it works. Sometimes we'll like. T- basically, we use it if we're going to be late, right? <laughs> really, yeah, but, right. But sometimes we'll like throw ideas out, or if there's a guest, or or something like that, right? And I get a text from Chris. I look at it, and I it it was like so and so was gonna be here or something. And I was like, huh, were we talking about having a guest? And then Joel chimes in. They're doing. I was on the inside of how they communicate when they're on the job. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, wow, I'm one of the guys. It only <laughs> yeah, took me yeah, 14 yeah. years or it's, something it's like until that. Joe says, "Did you mean to include Rob in this thread?" <laughs> I'm like, I did? Uh, Then I looked up and saw the, oh, I guess I did. I like how you guys, and just a little insight here, um, you guys have your own language. They they speak their own language. It's really funny, because when, I'm not going to read it out loud. Very cryptic. (laughs) But but it's like, you guys just talk and know what you guys are talking about. And sometimes, if you're like on me, on the outside looking in, I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. You know, you're just using the words that you use. It's kind of funny. It gave me a little insight because, wow, a contractor and designer beware. If you're talking like that to a customer, I'm sure you don't, right? Because you guys are talking with each other. But I bet there are some people that hire people and they hear words 
and language like that. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, like how, what, you know, it was really fun though. Cause I was reading it, but I didn't dare interject. <laughs> you didn't. It was, you were perfectly quiet. I was waiting for you to just pop up oh, yeah. and say no, something. Cause I was like, I don't want to be the guy that messes this thread up. Like in, you know, like how you're scrolling. I was like, yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, use nails. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something silly like that, but I was like, I'm not gonna break this this up. This is like, and then they're like, Sorry, Rob, don't pay attention to this message. Like, no, you guys were texting like teenage teenagers back and forth. Um, it's kind of funny though, and I'm glad you selected the towel for the bathroom. Yes, nice. we did. Yeah, pretty nice. That's good. It was really fun though to have the curtain pulled back for me to be like, oh. Well, you know what's you know what's funny is like you're talking about the language. Um, unfortunately, that Chris isn't the only designer that I have to work that I get to work with. I mean, there's some that I have to work with because people will choose somebody else <laughs> <laughs> at times, and I. It's shocking. It is shocking sometimes. Like, I'm. I guess I'm just spoiled getting to work with Chris because, like, I was on a job with a designer that's not local. So it's not somebody around here. Uh, but just like trying to talk the lingo and then, ha and, you know, saying things because my cabinet maker was there too. And we're talking to the designer about the stuff that we're doing. Right. And we, we had to explain what we were talking about. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> so you can draw pictures on a computer that doesn't make you a designer. Like you have to understand some right. of these basic things. Well, I think that's why and I you was don't just just walk into that job, right? You you oh spend gosh. some time. You know, you're a designer, but you spend time just like if you were an attorney. You know, yeah. you don't leave law school and then go walk right into the courtroom after with your graduation gown on. You know, like you have to spend some time with other attorneys. You have to spend some time with you... other designers and other builders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well. Design school teaches you so much, but the real world teaches you the 90% you're not getting in design school. So, I mean, it, you learn from doing, but but the, what Joe was referring to is pretty basic yeah. information on cabinetry. It's not, some, I mean, for a designer not to know it, it's kind of unusual. Like just the basic lingo. Yeah. Right. I, was, I had no idea what you were talking about. Well, you yeah. have to have your language that you talk with your people. Yeah. Because it would, it's a waste, you know, you use a lot of wasted language, right? Right. Trying to, and I think that's the frustration that you have is like, oh, wait, I'm, it's the same frustration of a, a person in a foreign country would have, honestly. You, you have yeah, like I a, guess, yeah. you're frustrated because you can't get your point. Right. And if you can't get your point across, boy, it's going to be tough. Right. Yeah, how are you going to make decisions and, and things like that? The, yeah. I don't think a homeowner would be able to tell the difference. I don't think. Unless it was super egregious. Like, I don't think so either. Unless they were like really, they would have to be really, really bad. Right? <laughs> right? But behind the scenes, you guys see that yeah. up front. And I'm sure you have that with contractors too, where you're like, well, hold on. You know, I'm not probably not that often locally, but. I'm sure it happens the other way too. It's not just designers that come in and pose as designers. I've not run into a contractor that that's good. I would have to question, you know, that I was questioning. I learned a lot from contract. That's good to hear actually. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's, there's, 
you don't want things just falling apart. No, and actually, that's where I learn a lot of the lingo. That's where I learn a lot of the uh, the detail information that I guess I need for. So I look like an informed designer. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you are informed. Well, you, you have don't have just look informed. Well, you have, you have to, have to you, look. You have to look informed because you need people who hire you to have confidence right. in you. That's yep, not what yep, I'm saying, yep. but you're actually informed too. Like they're right. you're not. You're not just looking informed. You are informed. Yeah. Therefore, you look informed. <laughs> but like a, like you were just saying about the attorney, a designer doesn't just graduate from design school, walk in and know and know it all because there's you'll never know it all. Number one and number two, right. there's just a lot of things you learn by doing. Right, right, and that includes working with people. Mm-hmm. That includes the products and the, mm-hmm. all that that stuff. But the it's fun to watch the the texts. Because you're efficient with each other, very efficient. <clears throat> not, not, not nice. I mean, you're still like uh, human and joking around. I mean, there's still like humor in there, which is really funny. But when you were talking about like what works, like you, you know, the work part, it was very like very to the point. And then you had all the peripheral stuff, but it didn't you it didn't take long for like you could read any thread and know exactly where what was next, how it was going and was right. watching it in real time. That was really cool. Same when I'm texting things like that, I don't want lengthy text. Right. I don't want something, a pair. I don't want three paragraphs that I have to read through. Cause he's driving specifically when he's reading them. So no, right. that, yeah. no but, but it's, it, you know, call me if that's the case, but no, yeah. I don't right. want a long, long, lengthy. It, it just takes too much time. It, here's the point. Yep. That's the design. That's the median medium is designed for that it's not designed for your five-year plan yes you'd be surprised (laughs) yeah yeah you might get somebody's well you're right there are some people that will uh you know man i just met with a client this week and they gave me a three-year plan wow hope i live that long in text (laughs) <laughs> no, not in text. But that's Hold what on. I mean. Like in text, long. it would blow your head off. You'd yeah. Be like, well, oh even it, 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 it did even in reality. Well, three, how do you process all that? Three years. This year, the next year, and the year after. I think that's a sounds like a breath of fresh air to me. Does it? But somebody. Well, at least they I have mean, some it's sort nice of to know it's on the radar. Yeah. But I'm thinking, my God, I could be dead in three years. Jeez. All right. On that note, <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be well, right back. This is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger, right next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. What are we talking about? Um, we were talking about communication in uh, how designers and contractors kind of communicate in their own language and then how homeowners and, and people who bring you guys on communicate. And Chris, you'd mentioned a three-year plan. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a great idea. And you were like, is that too far out? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> a little bit. I mean, it's unusual. It's unusual. Mm-hmm. Unusual. It's different. It's kind of interesting, though, to have, you know, people um, with that forethought. Well, it, it, it's it's kind of starting out with smaller things, but the in the next two to three years, it's like major. Yeah, right. It's a major project. Joel, I would imagine you run into to people who didn't have a three-year plan when you're starting to do things. Yeah. And you talk they about... didn't even have a two-week plan. But yeah. I, was, I didn't <laughs> want to say that, but I was like... <laughs> well, like, this is, like, what will happen for me is people come... I'll, I'll go out, I'll, I'll meet with them, and they'll, they'll just dump it all on me. Right. This is what we want to do. And well, we this wanna... really is a multiple-phase plan. <laughs> right. You know? But we want it done next week. Yeah. Yeah. Can you quote that for me? Yeah. <laughs> when can you schedule me? And I'm like, I haven't even given you numbers. <laughs> I, I've heard you say, though, that you've run into projects when you tear something out that I was not prepared for what's next. You know, like, yeah. you, there's no, I don't know what the terms are because you, it was years ago when you were talking about how if you, sometimes if you build things, you leave certain things so that if you're adding on or, you know, yeah. like... If you, so in that respect, it's nice to know I'm planning on doing this as well, because then maybe you would, there, there may be things that you won't do right away. I met with a guy this week at his lake house. They're talking about, you know, windows, doors, flooring, kitchen remodel, bathroom, and painting everything. And they're like, well, maybe we just start with the painting. And I was like, well, if you're doing kitchen you don't you don't paint everything because then you're going to repaint that kitchen right then you're painting it twice there, maybe there are some places <clears throat> where you can't paint that'd be fine but you're not going to just have everything painted right away it doesn't make sense to do that because now you're paying for it twice and not to get off on a too much of a tangent but if you were doing some major work in your house you wouldn't you want to wait for that to be done to put paint on the wall? Because aren't you asking for like dust or like you, you're, you're kind of, yeah. I mean, you want it. That's like a clean, like a finished it's one of the slate. last things that you're doing. Yeah. Right. I'm, Cause you're the first thing you do before you paint is wash the walls. Right. I mean, you can't just, oh, yeah, the, the painters coming in prep. vacuuming and prep, yeah, yeah. getting that, getting it all nice and ready for the paint. Yeah. You're looking at two and you know, paint it, it it's, I hate to use the word expensive because it, it connotates that it's not worth it, right? But it's a high cost item. Paint. Painting. Right? Painters don't they don't Actually, do it for free. The lower cost. Really? Items. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, like <laughs> there's times I'm like, you you probably should charge more. Really? Yeah. I you know, in my mind I I'm thinking <clears throat> that it was super expensive just because of the square footage that are being no. dealt with. Does no. that make sense? Paint's like, the least expensive one of the least expensive changes you can make to a room. But that yeah. has a really gigantic impact. Oh, right? huge. Correct. Huge. Yeah. Learning about skim coating, like, changed everything. I just did that all my word. You did? I hate it. You did it. <laughs> yeah. We were, it wow. got, because it got added last minute. We were just doing a little patching and a bathroom remodeling, remodel. And then, for whatever reason, the homeowners had, like, the last time they had done their bathroom was, like, 25, 30 years ago, and they put the sand in the paint, uh, which is the worst. And, and they're like, well, can you sand this down and make it smooth? And I was like, man, I will 
it will tear up my sander. <laughs> so I was like, we're just going to have well, to skim coat this thing. You can't sand sand. Yeah, no, not really. And it's in the name. And they had put like sandpaper. a clear coat over it. Oh, why? So it made it really hard. <laughs> I was like, oh my word, this is no. For a bathroom? Yeah. You touch the wall, you're going to break break the skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tear your clothes. Yeah. Rape, rip your skin. Rape your skin. <laughs> I did. Let's try to say rip. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I ended up, but because it was a lot, like they added it while we were there, I, there was no way I could get my finisher in. So I ended up doing it. Oh, oh man. Oh, it was a good reminder, like, this is why I love my finisher. Yeah. <laughs> I texted him. I was like, you're the man. <laughs> no, it's to the audience. Do not put sand in your paint. No. Don't texture your <laughs> Don't walls texture at all. Them. Do not texture your walls at all. Yeah, if you learn anything from this show, don't do that. You will You're stuck with it. You, for the most part, and then when you decide that you don't want that anymore, it's, it's just as a, it's costly. Yep. Difficult to get rid of. That's when it gets costly. Yep. You're you, any you you will know if you've ever run into sand in the wall because you'll everybody's Lots of people have a story about it. Yeah. I have a story about not having, I don't wear a lot of sweaters. I wore <laughs> one sweater. The one sweater I liked, can't, could not wear my, this elbow right here. Yep. It was just yep. like, where, what happened? It looked like I was working in the yard. Well, you could probably <laughs> go get the patch off the wall. Yeah. It really it was like, <laughs> but it is like that. And I don't know what decade that was famous for really, but I, it was a, it, it was done a lot in the, like 70s, 80s? Even earlier. Really? Mm-hmm, 50s, 60s. And, and, and then it, like, so after, like, 80s, early 90s, you would see it was still more common, but it's just, it's gone away, but people will still do it, and I don't know why. <laughs> Every now and again. And typically, it's when they've done it themselves. They're like, oh, this is going to be a great idea. I think it's they terrible. did it primarily to hide imperfections yeah in wall and oh. primarily plaster walls mm-hmm. right so but still not a good idea that no. and the popcorn ceiling oh or when you try to texture your own ceiling <laughs> <laughs> chris is making a face yeah. <laughs> he does not like <laughs> not a good idea how do you feel about putting flooring on the ceiling that doesn't bother me carpet looks great <laughs> We're not talking about a van. <laughs> no, I've I've seen wood uh like wood flooring used on ceilings. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Like, what about uh luxury vinyl? Oh yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't stay. <laughs> Peel and stick. I don't know. You laugh. You laugh, but that's happening right now. I have to tell you, I've been, not to change the subject, but I have to tell you the story of, at my house, I wanted to do a little architectural element over my fireplace. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I went on Amazon, and I found this peel and stick trim and uh, picture mold. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, it's not that bad. You get 10 feet for like 26 bucks. So I'm like, oh, I think I'll give this a shot. So I, I got it. Product was fantastic. I mean, the product is fantastic. By when you put it up, caulk it, paint it, you don't realize it's a vinyl peel and stick. But then it turned into oh, 
I just put these picture molds on over my fireplace. It doesn't look right. There's something missing. Oh, you need crown molding. (laughs) (laughs) So So my living room has been torn up for a month because I put crown molding in. Oh, now it needs to be painted. So the $26 item has led to a (laughs) (laughs) $2,600 project. And or just more. lots of elbow grease. There. Lots of. Are you doing the crown molding? I did. Oh, yeah. I did it. It's done. <coughs> you did it. I did it. A lot of tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> did you use? Very helpful. Coping. I did not. <sighs> you mitered. I mitered. Yeah. And actually, it doesn't... he told me about it. Give me heartburn. I haven't had heartburn for years. <laughs> it didn't turn out too bad, actually. I, what we're getting at here is, if you listen to the show, we you, we talk about lots of like. A super expense in your house can be like crown molding because it's expensive. And then if you make a mistake, you can't make the board longer. So, well, um, and, and it's one of the most time, it, it just, it, when you're trimming, that's one of the things that takes the longest time. And I'm not a professional carpenter. And then of course my ceilings bow in oh, spots because yeah. it's a plaster and my walls bow out. So it, if you look at it, you can see the crown molding follows the ceiling line because it dips where there's. So is that supposed it, to do that or is that the, pro- you, you, that- you pretty much have to, I, there's no way around yeah, it. Cause if you cut the molding to accommodate the ceiling, then you've lost the detail of the molding. Anyway, it looks yeah. like it was always, I guess, intentional, but good. So that you did a great job. I did. I'm pleased with it. Is there, were there next time I would cope it? <laughs> well, when we come back, maybe we'll talk about that just for a second. <laughs> Uh, We're a little bit out of time, but next Uh segment we'll talk about that. This is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential you are listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger right next to C. Kramer Interiors and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. We're talking about... Um, <clears throat> the idea that everybody needs to hire Chris to do the crown molding because he's now <laughs> no, an expert in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what are we talking about? We went I don't on, know. We, we went were, on a we're little, random today. Yeah, we went on a little tangent. But Chris put up his own crown molding, and we're not a DIY type show, but we do throw out there if you're putting molding up, call Joel. <laughs> call Joel. He's got a guy. Uh, <laughs> he is the guy. <laughs> he is the guy. Um. Coping the, instead of trying to miter all the corners, cope them. It's especially on a old plaster corners, yeah. or they do not line up. Yeah. And, and perfectly. what Pop percentage? Caulk. <laughs> well, in a house like, in a the house like Chris's, sculptor. it's going to have to be painted molding. And if it's not going to be painted molding, the first thing I'm going to ask you is how much, how much ceiling height are you willing to lose? Because I'm going to have to fur it down and put drywall up because it's just what it is. To in or be, it's hard enough to follow the walls on an old plaster wall. Yeah, it's pretty smooth to the, you know, to the eye, but it's gonna, it's not perfect because it was done by hand. So you're it, There's a whole bunch of in and out. Yeah, and so then you take into account it's the up wavy and down with the ceiling. Is what Joel's yeah. saying. It's wavy, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. wavy and well, yeah. a subtle wave 
is is magnified by a piece of molding because now your eye has something to compare. Oh it to. yeah. Oh yeah. That is that oh, that's yeah. essentially what's going yeah. on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my molding actually does does this. And he's uh, it's like a wave. Here, but <laughs> you can see the but the advantage is it's an old house, so if my molding was perfect, it would look out of place. That's true. Yeah, so if you're going to DIY it, buy an old house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Moral of the story. But crown molding is spectacular. It really uh, it, makes it, a difference. It really yes, does. It does. <clears throat> I, I, it, it's hard to, you know, if you don't have it, it's hard to visualize, like, how cool it is when it's up, right? You know, there's, are there rooms that should never have crown molding? Like, shouldn't? I think it depends on the architectural style of your house. If you have a very modern house, you may not want it. You may want just the clean lines, but to me, our if you're doing whatever. some sort of molding at that point, you're doing like a flat trim yep. or something. You're not doing the you're not doing the cove type moldings, the decorative moldings. I've, I'm seeing on the because I'm forced to watch them <clears throat> on the DIY shows and eight, you know, like the the you, you know I'm talking about like the yeah the HGTV type things. A lot of like no molding at all. A lot of like like straight down to the floor. Yeah, everyone no base. So. No base. Every once in a while, somebody will come to us and they want that. I hate that. It's tough. It's actually, it, I mean, you probably have more expense wrapped up in that because everything is finished then at the floor. Yeah, because that's the purpose of moldings is to hide right. the unfinished. How do you do that? Not how, but like, what is what do you do to finish that? What is that proce- procedure? Because they don't, they conveniently never show you that. They just say, and oh, we did floor to ceiling. Finish. Yeah, because the floor. And then they move on. The, Nobody ever right. shows you. Well, the ceiling, I think, would be easy because it's done yeah, all the time. But the base, I think, would be complicated. That's my question. It is more complicated. Uh, so what we've done when we've had to do it, the flooring actually gets put in first, and then we finish the drywall to the floor. And it's just resting there. Well, you- they make so they make trims for drywall. Because there's times where people will do... Um, no molding around their windows, and mm-hmm. so they they make they they make trims that you that are for finishing right. to to something that aren't going to have moldings, and we'll, we've used those along the bottom because you don't really want your drywall just resting on your. That's floor what I was thinking, like because it will wick moisture. <laughs> so you need you need to protect that. You also need that clean finish. But yeah, it's just difficult. I mean, it's difficult because I would. There's I mean, nothing perfect. You yeah, know? and, it, and it's, if you don't have a perfectly level floor, you'll oh, yeah. probably see the. That's what I was thinking. It, I, like I said, it 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 makes it generally adds cost to the, the project because of how close to perfect everything has to be. And I, there's there is one designer that I talk about a little bit on here, and he he's totally against it all the time. And he's like, you know, there's you have opportunity in molding. You're you have opportunity there to be yeah. if you want. You it's a place you can actually express yourself if you want to. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's unlimited. Yeah. So when he's like, hospitals don't have <laughs> right. That was his reference. He's like, I go to institutions and they don't have it. It feels institutional, you know. It's a very <laughs> modern look. I, mean, I don't. I don't like it. Personally. There's a lot of uh, concrete. The other thing I don't care slab. for is when people want to do tile base. 
Yeah, I've been there. I don't like the way that looks. It depends. It depends. I mean, I don't like it through like the main part of the house, but in the bathroom, it doesn't bother me. No. But it has to be natural stone. Yeah. It can't be ceramic. A natural stone, like base slate trim or not slate marble marble. Yeah, I suppose. You know, I I am I'm a victim of uh, of tile uh, molding. <laughs> I say victim because once you go through all the labor to put it up and you look at it and you're like, huh, it is bathroomy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't know how else to put yeah. it. I'm not because I'm 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 not really a big fan of tile wainscoting either. For the most part, wow, that's a thing. I mean, that's can be in bathrooms in bathrooms. Typically. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just feels again a little institutional. Yeah, like I'm going to spray this place down when you leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's what it feels like to me. It it is, I guess, super waterproof up the wall. I mean, you know, it's not though. Tile's it, not waterproof. That's right. I have to. You have to remind me that because I think like. Most of the public, I think that tile is waterproof. You, Cause you think it's so dense, you know, Absolutely. you're putting up a, yeah. the, the water can't penetrate exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. I think the same thing. Like, what are you talking about? It's not waterproof. We can talk about, <laughs> I did see something pretty extravagant, um, this weekend. I thought was cool. There's a thing called Polish pottery. You ever hear that? Mm-mm. No. Um, you should look it up. It's you keep your kielbasa in that. <laughs> you could cook kielbasa in the stuff, huh. but it's a thing. It, it's, it's like Polish um, pottery tile. <laughs> they do make tile. <clears throat> it's it's a little pricey because uh, it's all only handmade, whatever, and it's an old craft in in Poland. I didn't know about it, right? Uh, but I saw a kitchen finished in this tile. You, are you looking it up, Chris? I can hear him looking. Uh, it up. Yeah, it was it's Polish. What Polish pottery. pottery? If you pull it up, it'll come right up, and you'll see. What I, they have a look, right? And it's a little uh, busy. I mean, there's a lot of art on it, you know, and stuff, but it's cool looking in small kind of like the Mexican tile like um, the painted. Yeah. It's like same concept, but it looks different. Like they use different imagery on it. Um, but <laughs> it was really cool accents in a backsplash and it was all Polish potter, you know, like this Polish tile. It was really cool. So if you, it took a really plain white background and then they put these, if when Chris, Chris pulls it up. They're super colorful. Usually it was really cool. You, you know, like, and I was like, wow, they're, they're waterproof. And then <laughs> she was like, they're not, you cannot, you know, we, the stuff that they bought, you can't do. Probably that. have to seal it. Yeah. They make cookware though. That's super like durable. durable and stuff like that. But she didn't, you know, the tiles not. And then it's like, wow. She's like, yeah, they were very clear that you're, <laughs> This is not bathroom time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like this is not huh. <clears throat> Chris, did you see it? If you haven't heard of Polish pottery, it's it's pretty cool. It says the minerals found in this in the clay in this area produce an exceptionally strong pottery. As a result, Polish pottery is not only known for its beauty, but for its durability as well. Yeah. Yeah, the, interesting. So they had extra tile and she was like, watch this, and she just like dropped it on her her concrete deck <clears throat> and it bounced. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty. It's it's pretty uh, pretty strong, but it's it's pretty. But I thought that was cool. But my point was is like the stuff they were using, they didn't have it finished. Well, like they, that. I mean, right. they do a lot of obviously pottery, beautiful, really pretty. It's cool. 
Yeah. It's expensive. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, one person, one thing, you know. That's, right. But I mean, I was just saying it's, it's because of the play. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, what's really funny is we're talking about like hand, hand finished stuff. It is imperfect. So when you look at it, that's part of the beauty. Yeah. It, yeah. You can tell somebody hand did yep. this thing. Yep. Um, but <clears throat> interesting. You're showing oh, yeah. uh, Chris, if you, if you're listening, you can Google it. it it'll come right. Yeah. Out. It's also, I can't pronounce it, but there's another name. Yeah. For it. yeah lots of consonants in there. <laughs> um, not a lot of verbs in Polish pottery. <laughs> I mean, not verbs, not a lot of, uh, vowels. vowels. Yeah. You get a couple. Usually up front, and then yeah. you run out of them. And then a Y at the end. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, when we Ring. come back, maybe we'll go into a little bit more on uh, whatever we're talking about. Yeah. This is <laughs> Measure Twice. We- Welcome back to Measure Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob Perugini, along with... Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And uh, we're, you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with a showroom now open in Granger right next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Dot com. I'm celebrating a win, Joel, because yeah. I brought up Polish pottery and and that's something Chris hadn't seen. That's never happened before. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. There was like what, like a couple months ago, you thought that you were going to stump him, and oh, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what we talked about." I, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it was, was the, it the uh, fireplace. The fireplace. Yeah, it he's was like, the... oh, I just did one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to go home and celebrate this. Yeah. Wow. Day off. Today. I'm still shopping, so leave me alone. <laughs> no, now he's like looking at it. That's fun. Make his trip to uh, South Haven. There's a whole store there. Yeah. That's an hour away. It is. But, <laughs> gee, there's good places to eat. You can walk around yeah. over there. I don't know. Yeah, by myself. Hoo hoo. <laughs> All right. Call. I'll let you know when we're going. Sorry. I'm yeah. just, uh, ooh, this is really Well, pretty. I'll just have to make, a, make plans to take a day trip altogether. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll just have a, a measure twice trip. Yeah. A little field trip from the field. With measure twice, that could be a thing. That would be cool. I don't think this is Polish. (laughs) He's moved (laughs) into Hungarian pottery. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it took me to a different company site, and I'm not sure that this. (laughs) You have to be careful. Yes, he's a discern. If you if you need shopping, you want Chris shopping for you. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. He's tenacious. Clearly, because we've lost him. Yeah, (laughs) he's gone. That's funny. Live. I was noticing though that really both of you have had a a win today. Because you, you were able to introduce Chris to something he's never seen. Yeah. And not once has he had to go to the bathroom at a break. Not at all. No, nope, not today. Wow. Yet, but it, it, he must it's, be thirsty. It's coming. It, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the things that you learn about us when we're not on air. Yeah. Is, Thanks uh, for sharing that, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> No bourbon this year. But 65. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. No. But... <laughs> and he's like, no way. <laughs> Being 65 or what? Shopping. Both. Oh. I think he, you know. I don't think I'll be shopping much at 65 still. I just don't, you bet? don't care for it. I don't care for it now. But... Yeah. 
You get when you get as good as Chris, it's like just exercising your talents. Yeah, I suppose so. That's you know that is that does beg a question though. Like you, Chris, you do get to shop for a living with yep. with customers. That's pretty much what I do. Pretty much. You're pretty putting, much. Yeah. And you're helping them make selections to purchase for their homes. You do. You and ever, it runs the gamut, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Whether lighting, plumbing, flooring, yep, tile, yep. countertops, yep, furniture. What's the uh, when you're shopping cu- countertops? At what point do you need to go in and put eyes on them? Every time. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, but you're you can narrow down things, right? Oh yeah. Sometimes I'll kind of narrow down the selection process, right? And show the client maybe one or two, I mean not two one, but a couple of options that work with the cabinetry that they're selecting or whatever they're selecting. And then you go in and and then we'll say here. <clears throat> and if they well, don't, if like, it's if it's like a quartz, you don't really have to see it. Yeah, I have other to see than, the sample. Other than the, the sample, sample yeah. no, you don't need to see the slab because no, 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 no. Granite, not really granite marbles. You need to see the slab. Right. You need to be there. You have to hand select those. Right. Yeah. The um. The, so, otherwise, you don't know what you're getting. You actually don't know because it's they're different every time. Mm-hmm. But which really cracks me up because there's a. It's funny how nature has a repetitive pattern, even though they're different every time. It's funny how they're like, wow, they're similar. Yeah, but different enough that you need to see it. Yep. You know, they're, do they yep. do they have a, such a thing as like cr- like do they is there a product where they crush up granite and then put it back together and like it's some sort of quartz. Mm-hmm. Is that quartz? Mm-hmm. Is that really what quartz is doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, they use resin and pretty much ground up granite. It is ground up granite most of the time. Most of the some time. Of, like some some of those will have like there are manufacturers that will do like use glass or. Mm-hmm. But and the, the, what I understand is the cost difference between the quartz is the more granite. And less resin, the more expensive mm-hmm. quartz, and also a better product. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Because there's more, more natural, natural material. material versus the synthetic <laughs> resins. And for heat resistance, just remind me: is quartz good at it or not good at it? You do not want to put it around something that's going to make it hot, <laughs> like fireplaces. It doesn't go around fireplaces. Yeah, you can't use it around fireplaces. Obviously, ranges. Yeah, <laughs> so Chris, you can't put it Chris around a range. It, okay, here, this is interesting because I've I've run into this now. The new stoves vent straight up, right the back. They don't have a deflector to take the heat away from the wall. I had a situation where we did natural stone, and they had the range that vented straight up. It turned everything brown because it baked the sealant. Mm. So the whole backsplash over the stove. So what do you recommend then for that? They're built. Don't cook. You, yeah. Eat out. <laughs> they're actually the, <clears throat> the the contractors that built the house. The builders are making a a deflector to put on the hood, but we have, the tile has to be replaced. You cannot get it off. Is there a t- is there something you can put behind there? Is there a substance? Ceramic would uh, ceramic would work because you're not. It sealing it, ha- yeah, it doesn't. The sealant burnt; it turned brown. Okay, over because you have to seal natural stone. Yeah, so ceramic, ceramic tile would not have done that. Stainless steel, but would you work. don't think about right. those things until 
that would have something I never would have thought of. Right. Didn't have to worry about that years ago, but now. Now you have to, now it's on the radar. Years ago, it means like a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is a <laughs> new no, I mean, it's events. fairly new. I mean, because it, it's, um, they're venting things a little differently than mm-hmm. they did in the past. But because I have the same thing with quartz, we'll do the same thing. Quartz will streak where the heat's coming up. Right. But if you have countertops that go up to your, to the side, but is that not, okay? You're not, that's not an issue because it's not venting on the sides. Okay. That's, yes. that's kind of where I was it's going. It's not getting like, that you, direct heat. Are you, yeah. It, yeah, it's whatever is behind the stove directly. Gotcha. So not you can bring your side. counter to the stove. Oh, yeah. But you so don't do want you, a backsplash or, you know, you don't want something behind the stove that's quartz or anything right. that had to be sealed. The, right, because it'll, it'll, the heat will bake, essentially bake the sealant. But if you're taking a pot off the stove and you have quartz countertops, you're not putting it directly on the quartz. They say you can. I wouldn't recommend, recommend it. it. For any countertop, I don't care if it's granite, quartz. Really? Yeah. I mean, just give give yourself that extra protection. Because sometimes it can leave a scorch mark. Right. Right. Bummer, because it's really good at cooling down stuff. <laughs> but you can, like, let it sit for a, a little while, then mm-hmm. put it on there. But you don't want it scorchy hot. You can have, uh, you could have trivets made out of the some of the... Like the sink cut out or something. That's a good idea. Did you just think of that, or is that something that you do no, all the time? We've done that before for people. That's a really good idea because you know, for a, from a culinary aspect, there are times where you have to cool stuff down, and nothing is better than cooling stuff down than granite. Mm-hmm. If you have frozen dough or marble or marble, marbles a few degrees marbles cooler than room temperature. Right. That's why they use it for baking. Right. That's why you have marble uh, mm-hmm. rolling pins. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, if you have, like, frozen dough, you get a steel, stainless steel pan, put it on top of the the dough, and the, the dough directly on granite or, or marble, it'll be thawed in five minutes. Completely thawed. Because both of those substances just exchange heat like right. crazy. Um, but that's a great idea that I'm, I just never thought of. Like, so have your... I've, my, I've had them where the fabricator just makes, takes some extra, makes up cutting board for you right. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen that where, you know, where's my cutting board? Cause it looks just like your counter. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect camo yeah. uh, for that. But I've, I've seen that, but I didn't think of like trivets is pretty cool. It'll cause you can accomplish what you're right. Exactly. Yeah, it will do what you want it to yeah, do. Yeah. This has been measured twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.